Hello folks, welcome to another episode of the Hurtwood Muse podcast. Hurtwood Muse is the creative platform for the student voice at Hurtwood House School, nestled deep within the Surrey countryside. This week we've got another episode of the Sophie and Sayora show, for better or for worse, your favourite podcasters are back, with more stories of education, madness, preparing for A-levels, books they love, books they hate, generally trying not to be too opinionated, sometimes succeeding in that aim, but along the way being pretty entertaining, uh, they should really perhaps be in charge of a lot more of what's going on in this world, I'm sure you'll agree, as we get towards this crazy exam season and everything is getting especially stressful for the students at Hertwood House, it's a lesson in how to stay sane. I think. Uh, This was another thing that was recorded at the Hurtwood Muse launch event a couple of weeks ago and we've got some more stuff coming from there in the pipeline at some unspecified point in the future. Perhaps when I've uh, managed to get rid of a few of my students who sit their last exam tomorrow. We've got another original writers episode coming up. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you'll also see a bunch of stuff on our blog, including Louise's excellent articles about students who've been at Hurtwood in the past and what they're up to now, her After Hurtwood articles. We've got some new poetry and we've got lots of articles about what the students have been up to in the last few weeks. Uh, lastly, I'd like to say a huge thank you to Sheridan, Roxy and Arwen for putting together the new music for the Hurtwood Muse podcast. I'm sure you'll agree uh, it's a fantastic job and also uh, brilliantly sinister the way that if you unpick it they must have just had to have stood there in front of the microphone saying the word muse about a thousand times um, and also saying words like podcast and music and poetry in a very kind of pointed way. Um, They put that together so quickly. I really apologise to any of their teachers if that means that they didn't get any real work done last week. I emailed Sheridan about two in the afternoon and by about four o'clock in the afternoon she'd come down to the classroom with uh, some brand new music for the podcast so that's amazing thank you so much to those guys if there's links to any of their other stuff i'll post it on the description for this podcast as soon as possible um i also wanted to share with you something that was forwarded to me uh, about cats because as we all know about a third of the internet comprises of things to do with cats but this was a new one on me uh, there's a guy in america who has trained a neural network which is basically just a bunch of computers who learn the rules of language through uh, information on the internet but anyway he trained a neural network to name cats Um, so uh, a Philadelphia rescue home has been using this neural network to name all of their um, adopted cats Um, and it says first the neural net can do fancy so you've got names like monocle and Tom Glitter. Uh, And then it says it can also do the opposite of fancy, and it's got names like Gangrene, Moisture, and Oil Bag. Um, And then it says, I'm a particular fan of the very weird cat names, this one's my favorite, Dr. Leg, and You're Telling a Lie, Thoughts is another one, Thelonious Monsieur, and uh, another favourite, Two Pats Grandpa. So all of these are real cats, and if any of you out there in the wider world are in the Philadelphia area, you can go uh, to a rescue home and get one of these cats. 
for your very selves, uh, which have these extraordinary neural network artificial intelligence names. That's from AI Weirdness, if you're interested in Googling it. Anyway, just thought I'd uh, chuck that one in there. Enjoy the podcast. Uh, we'll be back before the end of term, hopefully, with another episode of Original Writers, as well as some other stuff, I'm sure. Enjoy it. Till next time, folks. stuff and like the loss of being able to read when stress is like yeah <laughs> basically i think i'm going to take a picture of that to put it up with the podcast <laughs> so it's, it's pretty brilliant yeah it's good so sora me um i'm just gonna go out and say it and the fact that i have hated a levels i haven't hated a levels i've actually really enjoyed a levels i've generally absolutely hated them just because, and this is for everyone out there listening, um, you don't have to be brilliant at school. Yeah, actually that is so you, true. You don't have to get the absolute best grades to know that you are working really hard. And just been the hardest thing at this school for me to know that I'm actually doing a lot of work, but because my grades aren't A's. But also like that you're a valid person. Yeah. Like, just because your grades aren't amazing or you really struggle, it doesn't mean that you're yeah. like shit. Sorry, Sam. Uh, or, or like, or a bad person, etc., etc., etc. Or that you're a failure because some people work in different ways. Like, I work very differently from how you work, and Sora hates me for it. Um, um I hate natural geniuses. I'm just not because I'm, I'm not, jealous. I'm not a natural genius. Um, she kind of is. <laughs> but we're going to move past the, the discussion point of Sophie being a natural genius, which she absolutely completely is, whereas I am someone who needs to work, like, eight hours a day, which is why I should be revising right now. And I sort of envy that, because I wish that I could motivate myself to work as hard as Sora does. Although it might kill me, so but maybe I take that back. here's the point. You don't have to be. I don't have to be like Sophie, and Sophie doesn't have to be like me. 
No. We're different. We work in different ways and we do what works for us. And the another thing that I think that's quite good that I found at this particular school is that you don't they don't push you to be a intellectual smart ass. Yes. Sorry. Uh, better words. Yeah. But like that's that's not how they push you. For me, yeah. I, I'm I'm sort of smart ish and I'm okay at stuff. But also like my creative writing it's both of us have been really like encouraged to do creative writing like muse is awesome i love it it's like a really nice break is reading and writing and etc etc i'm not the i wouldn't call myself the smartest person when it comes to like academic stuff really i'm not i mean this this is to bethan who's probably (laughs) listening really struggling in psychology but I, i do try my best yeah and she knows the stuff as well. Um, it just doesn't come out on Sorry. paper. <laughs> but it's uh, no longer like ups or aura. Let's no. talk about. Let's talk about the fact that health. during all of this and during all of the fact that I just didn't really know what to do for school, um, reading and just writing really always helped me escape that. And I think that's why it is incredibly important that no matter how much school stress you are under, you give yourself time to do those kind of oh, things. Oh, definitely. And to me, that was writing, and to me, that was reading. Or, or for some people, like drawing or photography or anything that like, takes your mind away from the everyday you know pressures. That you can give yourself time to do that because otherwise, things will get way too much. And even if, even if you have like sixteen pieces of homework and you've got to write four essays and you've got to do all of this and it's due in the next day and your life is like, <laughs> and you're feeling so overwhelmed, just stop, stop, and do something. And do something that makes you happy, that makes yeah. you calm, because. Your teachers, they will understand. Like, they might seem like they don't, they might seem angry, but if you're like, actually, it is too much for me, and I took a break last night and I read something, I know that teachers will understand. That is okay. Like, it is completely just okay. And just do it. And I think... And it will help so much in the long run. For me, just grabbing a book when that happened was, like, the best thing. Yeah. I would just grab a book and read it, no matter what kind of book, like, it was. And we got those those short books. We went up to Edinburgh to look at the 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 university. I just this is one of my favourite moments with Sophie. We walked into this bookstore. Blackwells in Edinburgh. Blackwells in Edinburgh and we go up to this wall and it's just a whole wall of just these little penguin black classics. Yeah. And they're the best things. They're really short. You can just read them. You can I struggle to fit them in my suitcase because I bought like twenty. Yeah, we literally this is not a joke i I think i got i think i had about 26 books by the time we left that we were only there for two days it's really bad it's really bad they're amazing because and even if you're not a reader or if you're like oh i i don't feel like i'm exploring reading enough they're really useful because i don't really like russian writers i've never really got into the big books Sora likes them. Hey, we've noticed we're a bit different, but <laughs> fine. Um, but I read this amazing book by Pushkin, and I re- read something by Nabokov. And after yeah. doing that, I got a book about dreams by Nabokov. And suddenly, I actually really liked yeah. them, and they were more accessible. And they weren't like I tried to read War and Peace when I was about seven. And exactly, oh. it's a really good way to get yourself into those like those big named writers that you think oh no their books are like way too like there's even some stuff by Tolstoy you don't have to read War and Peace or Anna Karenina yeah. just read something else by Tolstoy first see if you like it because you might not 
because Anacarana takes a really long time to get through. It's so true. I came to school reading Anacarana. I, I left my A1 year having finally finished Anacarana. Yeah, it, was a, it was a long It was a long time. It was a long time. But what we were basically trying to say is find something that you were, that allows you to have an escape. Find something. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. But like, do a doodle. Like, yeah. pick a page and scribble on your page. Or whatever to get through because it yeah. like it can be difficult and depending on as we were talking about at the beginning mental health depending on what your mental health is like that can be just writing one side worth of notes yeah. can take everything out of you but that doesn't make you a failure that doesn't make you a bad person it just means that your brain handles things differently and maybe you won't become like whatever you won't go into stocks or get a really high fire job or become an editor of a national news museum if you don't like writing but it doesn't doesn't mean you're a bad person no just you know everyone does things in their way do your own chisel that is the way for you to do it don't yeah. try and do it any other way but your and do it do it the way that works for you but talk it through with them because generally teachers are so much nicer than we give yeah. them credit for They're, they will listen if you just talk to them if you don't talk to them i know this from first-hand experience then they don't know and then they get angry and then they and then you get angry because they get angry but they've only gotten angry because you didn't talk to them yes so talk to them i feel like this has become like a do it do your thing bah, bah, like no. an angry motivational speech but you know sometimes you need those <laughs> sometimes angry motivational you do speeches angry motivational. you do sometimes <laughs> You get there. I tried to say my facial speech and I just went, it's really smooth speech. Um, yeah. Yeah. The other thing I was going to talk about, yes. which I, this is not mm -hmm. something we discussed before, but I we was- We don't discuss things really. We, <laughs> yeah, kind of we just, just try. Um, and this, if, if the, if Sam, if it's too long, if we talk too much about this- oh my, my, my mother just sent me the longest text message. <laughs> so what I was going to say is this like trend, it seems to be a popular trend of being like, well, I haven't read anything since I was like seven. Oh my God, well, I haven't read anything apart from what we've had to read. Like this, the coolness associated with not reading, I wanted to address that. Yes, I get that. Be like, it makes me very angry. People, people say that a lot, being like, do you want to know why they say it? Because it makes no sense. It's like, yeah, if you're not a reader, then you're not a reader. Not, not everyone has to read. That's absolutely fine. But there's nothing you have to say being like, oh, I haven't read for like, since I was, the it, last book I read was when I was six and it was like a picture book. <laughs> yeah, not reading isn't a cool thing and not being, not, not reading also isn't a bad thing. Yeah. But this, this like coolness, like the amount of people I've been like, oh, I read this really cool book and they're like, ooh, you read. Yeah. And I'm like, what is it about reading being associated with kind of like just being like a introverted little bean? Bean. I mean, yes. But also, and no, I mean, Sophie with... isn't an introverted little bean oh, all no. the time. She's not at all. And <laughs> she reads so much. So much. But it, it's not only that, but it's sort of the the association with you being a bit snobbish or yeah. a bit up your own ass. Sorry, Sam. Um, <laughs> you should have seen the movement. You should have seen that. the movement. <laughs> um, if you read. There's a lot of keys, Sam. What's wrong with you? <laughs> ADHD friends. Back to the mental health bit. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, because I felt like I stopped telling people that I liked reading because of the fact that whenever I mentioned reading or I got really excited about a book, 
people would be like, oh, like, why do you read? Like, etc., etc., etc. There was this, there was this coolness associated with it, and I, I understand that some people can't read, some people have real trouble reading, but I don't think mm-hmm. it should be a thing that you get. Well, I'm not going to say like bullied, but sort of attacked over. And also, this is something really different. Don't hate on people that just listen to audiobooks. Oh yes, audiobooks are awesome. I mean, sometimes and you actually cannot. Frankenstein. Yes. To, to Frankenstein. That book by Little Miss Shelley that I have been studying now for seven years. Seven. I can't get through it anymore. Got it. It's we need that audiobook. That audiobook helps so much. I get so to it in the background. I get to sort of cry myself to sleep over it. <laughs> I've tried listening to it so many times, being like, I have an eight-hour car journey. Just do it. I fall asleep. I know. You get about. You get make the forward. Maybe maybe the Walton's letters. The amount of times I've listened to bloody Walton's letters. <laughs> I know them so well. So well. If there's anything on, what if they just give us an answer question? Completely context. <laughs> on just Walton, I'll be so happy because I'm like, it's the part I know. I mean, they can't because it's a com- comparison. <laughs> like, it's the part I. Oh, that'd be so great. Be so good. Okay, sorry. Sorry, you we can just... bring it back. Um, but yes, audiobooks they count as reading. Yes, they, they do. They are they are reading. You're taking the same amount of time. You know the books. It's yeah, like it's just shaming people who. Read who, read on, who, who only listen, listen to audiobooks is not is not good. Not good. Also, no. don't shame people that read. We do not recommend. So no read. shaming about books. Books are awesome. Yes. Books, as we said in our last uh, podcast, they're like an escape. They they are amazing. It's like video games are for some people. And like no matter what books you read, like it doesn't have to be classics or fiction. It doesn't have to be fiction. It doesn't have to be fiction. It can be like just anything. If you like, want to read a book about insects. Read a book about insects. If that's, if that's what gets you going, Etymo- entomology. <laughs> you do that. But no, well, basically, if if it's if you like find space fascinating and you want to read about space, don't like tell me about it. If you if you're listening to this podcast and you're like oh I don't like fiction but I love this come tell me about it because I will I will scream in happiness with you. I mean I'd say come talk to me but um <laughs> don't speak to Sora she will probably give you a death stare and then run away. <laughs> Behind the scenes, that's <laughs> discussing what we're gonna do now. Sorry, gonna have to cut out so much of it. I'm so sorry. I was going to ask you. Yes. Have we done Gatsby? No. And I think we should do an episode on on our favourite books. Yeah, so you pick one book I'll, and I pick, one, pick book. one book. I think we do that, that is the next. Ne- next time on the Sophie and Saora show, we will be talking about our favourite books. Do you, I've got to work out which one, what my favourite book is. Um, yeah, you do. You have a lot, don't you? I do have a lot. But mental health. I just want to finish off. Finish off on a little bit about mental health. I'm gonna have to like edit this around so that that's like the last part, Sam. So like the next one is like the last thing that like they, they hear. Yeah. So yeah, you're just... gonna have to work quite hard on this one. It's yeah, because a... we've said like a lot. I guess I I'm talking about my mom. Spirulina. And it's just like <laughs> I keep seeing functional foods. Oh, yeah. And it's it sounds so badly. It's like funk, like funky. Yeah. Food. I also keep seeing these keys, and there's like a lot of them. Is it? I mean, we really. Oh, I have need... to go in one minute because my mom's arriving. <gasps> Mums. Mums. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> mental health. Mums. We're basically going to say if 
if your mental health affects reading or writing or your creativity don't beat yourself up about it because i find that's another thing i feel if i haven't read the right amount then there's something wrong with me or that like god i think we're talking too much about ourselves um (laughs) but do you think that I, i think that sometimes I think sometimes mental health can like really affect not only the school but also things that make you feel happy so like allow yourself not to do them if you can't Mm -hmm. but also if they help push for it push for that little bit of happiness or something that calms you down allow yourself a break allow yourself a break that's basically what we're saying you're you're allowed to take a break you are you are even if you think that you aren't and you think other people are doing more than me you're allowed to take a break. Or if you've been taking a break for three days and you still need a little bit longer, take that little bit longer. It's fine. It is, it's it's all okay. The world won't end if you don't write that Frankenstein essay. That's a strong ending. Can we end it? Sam, please end it on it's all okay Okay. if you don't write that Frankenstein essay. (laughs) Since we have our exam on the 3rd of June, which oh, yeah. is in like less than a week. You do need to write that one though. I do need to. <laughs> Bye, Sam. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed. Thank